Healthcare villages intend to be one-stop shopping for promoting good health, including physician offices alongside restaurants, gyms, and pharmacies. How might these reimagined ambulatory care environments akin to upscale shopping malls benefit both physicians and patients? You're listening to Reach MD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Greenberg, and joining us to discuss the healthcare village model is Ms. Donna Jarmus, Senior Vice President of Alter Care, a real estate development firm promoting this concept. Welcome, Donna. Is it Alter Care or Alter Plus Care? There's a plus here. It's just pronounced Alter Care. Alter Care. All right. Tell us about yourself and tell us about Alter Care. Well, thank you, Michael, for the opportunity to discuss the healthcare village. It's really a new an exciting concept that is really gaining momentum across the country in the healthcare industry. Our experience-driven culture has had a great influence on healthcare in recent years. Consumers have been experiencing buying a cup of coffee, drive up banking, drive up and pick up dry cleaners, and really convenience-driven, accessible services. And healthcare is really one of the last industries to really embrace this concept for consumers. And so physicians and hospitals alike are becoming more and more customer oriented and trying to bring healthcare services closer to where people work and live. Okay, so how many villages do you have across America right now or are you developing? Well, we have several in various stages of development. This is a fairly new concept. Uh, We opened the first one in late 2005, and we have refined the concept along the way. And so we are developing these all across America in various states, in the southeast, in the southwest, northeast, midwest, et cetera. Okay, where was your first one opened? The first one was opened in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Okay, how big is it? It's about 85,000 square feet, and it's one long continuous center, and it's comprised of a wellness center that includes physical and cardiac rehab, urgent care services, multi-specialty physician clinic, a work-hardening occupational health clinic, walk-in clinics, cardiology services, orthopedic services, a pharmacy, with one of our early villages, and it has most of, but not all of, the services that we're currently developing within healthcare okay, villages. So it's an early village. Is it built of stone, and the later ones will be built of more modern material? Right, right. <laughs> you, know, you say cardiology <laughs> services. Do you have, actually have a cardiologist practice there? Yes, we have a cardiologist who has his practice there. It's actually a cardiology group, and they have a Coumadin clinic. All of these, obviously, are ambulatory services, outpatient services. So they aren't doing cardiac caths there or anything of that nature, but it's basically more of a preventive services. So it kind of sounds to me like a shopping center in which you plug in medical or paramedical services. Is that correct? Yes, it's very similar. If you use the shopping center as sort of an analogy, I would call it an upscale shopping center where you have a major tenant or major anchor tenant, and that would be, in this case, the wellness center for all of your preventive care services and your rehabilitative services. And the wellness center generates thousands of visits per day because people are members of the wellness center and they're coming to the wellness center two or three times a week. So that generates a lot of traffic and visibility for other services in a very similar fashion to a large department store would generate traffic for the smaller boutique or the smaller retail. Define to me what the wellness center is. What's in that wellness center? 
The wellness center is comprised of various amenities. If you were to walk into a wellness center, it would look like an upscale health club. There's a running track. There are well-appointed men's, women, family locker rooms, an aquatic center with a warm water therapy pool as well as a lap pool for aquatic classes and for lap swimming and a therapy pool for rehabilitative purposes and also classes such as arthritis classes, etc. There's also a large fitness area with cardiovascular strength training, free weight equipment. Sometimes there are spa services, a meta spa perhaps that would have a physician component, a dermatologist and or plastic surgeon practicing there as well as your typical spa services, facials, body wraps, those types of things. You'd also have your rehabilitative services, which would be your physical medicine, in some cases sports medicine, sports performance services in some areas as well, and cardiac rehab phases two, three, and four. Okay. You keep using the word upscale. I've heard you use it multiple times. Mm -hmm. Why do you keep using that word upscale? What about the average guy? Can't they come to this area or is it it going to be? Yes, I guess I use the word upscale in reference to the shopping center analogy more so than the healthcare analogy. When I'm talking about a shopping center, I'm talking about upscale type shopping center as opposed to a strip mall where you pull in and you may have, you know, a dry cleaners or a pizza shop. So that's what I mean by upscale. Okay. I'm still a little bit confused because I pull into some shopping centers and there's very fancy stores and I pull into other shopping centers. There's the pet groomer and the drugstore and stuff like that. It sounds to me like this is a shopping center in which you are promoting medical goods. Sounds like kind of a business model for medicine. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. And it's a business model for medicine in a variety of ways. One is that it's very consumer friendly in that parking is very accessible. It's not like going to a hospital campus, your average hospital campus, where you park in a parking garage and you have to navigate through all these different hallways to find what you're looking for. So it's accessible from that perspective. Location-wise, they're usually located close to where people live and work, so you're not traveling extra distances to get to, again, a major hospital campus. These services are closer to where your other daily activities are taking place. And then from a physician's perspective, these healthcare villages provide an economic incentive for physicians and hospitals to really work together. For example, a healthcare village may have an ambulatory surgery center, and this can be a financial and economic way for the physicians and the hospital to align themselves. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD Radio and XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Greenberg, and joining me to discuss the healthcare village model is Ms. Donna Jarmus, Senior Vice President of AlterCare, a real estate development firm promoting this concept. What's the advantage to me to moving in there? Am I going to get cheaper rent? I'm a dermatologist. Will I get a better location, cheaper rent? I mean, I like being in the hospital. I like having lunch with my colleagues and doing consults in the hospital. There are multiple advantages. One is that when you're in the hospital or when you're in a traditional medical office building, you don't have additional pedestrian traffic. Usually people coming into a medical office building, they have an appointment with a physician, they go to their destination, they walk out. With a healthcare village, you have an opportunity. Someone may be coming to the healthcare village for their eyeglass prescription, or they may be coming to the healthcare village to attend a, an exercise class at the wellness center. They happen to hurt their knee at that point in time, and you're an orthopedic surgeon, and your office is right down the hall. I limp down to your office, and there's a patient who maybe would not have been exposed to your practice had you not been 
in the same location. Well, whoa, Donna, let me play devil's advocate here because most of my patients come to me because they check their insurance companies, not because I'm located next to Neiman Marcus. If I skin my knee in the wellness village and I walk down to the orthopedic surgeon's office, I'm going to have to check first if they're in my plan or maybe I'll need a referral. So you're telling us you're going to get more patients just by walking in that way. Well, the other option would be you could also walk down the other way and go to the urgent care center where if it's a not-for-profit hospital, regardless of what your insurance plan is, they would take care of you. Okay. So how do you vet the people who are coming into your center? I mean, when I go into my hospital medical building, I have to be board certified. I have to be on the staff. I have to more or less be kind of checked out. And yet I see in local shopping centers, physician extenders buying their lasers and opening up their clinics and their acne clinics when there's not even a dermatologist there. How are you going to vet people and check on them? Or is it just whoever rents? It isn't just whoever rents. This is unlike a shopping center (laughs) in that we're not just trying to lease space. We're trying to develop a healthcare destination for consumers that will benefit the consumers, will benefit the physicians, and will benefit the hospital that's affiliated with this healthcare village. So in other words, if a physician wants to have office space within this healthcare village, he or she has to be affiliated with the healthcare provider whose healthcare village I we see. are developing. So the hospitals are sponsoring right. this. Right. So there may be hospital services there leasing space. There may be individuals such as physicians or other healthcare retail providers. There may be, for instance, if the hospital doesn't want to be responsible for developing a wound center, for instance, we can find a practitioner who may be interested in doing that. You know, with the hospital's approval, that person would become part of the healthcare village or a sleep center or there are other ancillary services that the hospital may not want to provide or, you know, doesn't have the resources to provide. Another might be um, durable medical goods, you know, wheelchairs and those types of things that, again, people need to go somewhere to purchase those but the hospital may not want to be in that business, so then we would lease space. Okay, so this is just another hospital extension out in the community, just doing yes. it, making it look like a shopping center. Does the hospital underwrite part of the cost of this? Are they partners with you? We, as third-party developers, own the real estate. So we own all of the buildings, the bricks and mortar, per se. The hospital, just as any other tenant, would lease space within this healthcare village. So if they want to have an ambulatory surgery center there, and they want to, and that may be a joint venture with some of their physicians, that partnership would lease space in the healthcare village. The wellness center is usually owned and operated by the healthcare facility, in other words, the hospital. In some cases, there may be physician partners, for instance, if there's a sports performance program within that wellness center, the physicians and the hospital, that might be another revenue-sharing opportunity for hospitals and orthopedic surgeons to provide services to the community. So there are a variety of structures within the healthcare village, a variety of different types of leases, I guess, for the various spaces within the village. Okay, so what about all the working poor of America? I mean, are they going to get to come to the village, and is you know Barack going to give them a card to step into the wellness center, and they get to go swimming and use the pool too, or are these upscale, you know, that you have to really pay for it? Well, all of our wellness centers, they're open to the community. They're all not-for-profit entities so that if I live in the community and I can't afford the, let's say, $59 a month to join the wellness center, if I can't afford that $59 a month, we have social dividend memberships so that if I can demonstrate that I have financial need, that I cannot afford that $59 a month, then... I can get a prorated membership. It's very similar to how hospital services are rendered. 
if I go to a not-for-profit hospital and I can't afford to pay for my services, I'm either a charity case or or consider charity care or I'm on a Medicare, Medicaid, or, you know, it's accessible to everyone. So where do you think you're going in the future? I mean, we're here in Chicago. Where are they in Chicago? How many are you opening up here? And how big well, we are haven't they? developed any in Chicago, ironically, even though our corporate office is located in Chicago. We do have offices in Phoenix and Orlando and okay. Atlanta, and so we work all over the country. So how many are about to be open this year? Over the next two years, because it takes a while to develop these, probably three. Three. Okay. And how big is the biggest? The largest one is probably 100,000 square feet. Translate that into like office space for me. You could have like a wellness center of Well, you could have yeah, a wellness center. In this particular project, the wellness center is about 50,000 square feet. And then there will be other hospital services such as diagnostics and imaging that'll take another 15,000 square feet. There'll be a walk-in clinic that'll be about 3,000 square feet. And then there'll be physician offices that would be the remainder. So about 25,000 square feet would be physician offices. Okay. Are these in association with hospitals? Yes. All of our healthcare villages are in association with hospitals. All right. Well, thank you. We'll see if it catches on. It sounds like a clever real estate deal. It sounds like putting you know services together. We'll see how the first two open up, and maybe we'll get back to talk to you in the future when they're all over the place. I'd like to thank my guest from AlterCare, Ms. Donna Jarmus. We've been speaking about the healthcare village model and how these new centers might benefit physicians and patients. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable from Reach MD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Reach MD, online, on demand, and on air. Please visit us at reachmd.com, and we thank you for listening.